Chris Greenwood stops by this episode of the podcast. He's here in Nashville. We go on a ride. Not only do we start dropping bombs, the rain starts dropping on us. Enjoy this episode. So first off, I just want to say welcome to the podcast. And before we jump into the episode, let me tell you a little bit about myself and what you can expect. Uh, I have been in the business now for coming up on 30 years. What we're going to talk about in this podcast are things that go on in my day-to-day life, whether it be as a manager, whether it be as a consultant, whether it be as someone who is creating products that's helping musicians all over the world. If there's something going on in the industry, we're going to talk about it. If there's a strategy that needs to be taught, we're going to talk about it. And if there's some way that I can help get you closer to your goal, then you are in the right place because that's what we are going to talk about here on the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. Now, let's jump into the episode. Helping you navigate the music industry, here's Rick Barker with the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. All right. So, in this episode of the podcast, number 106, it's going to be Random Conversations with Rick and Chris. That's right. Chris Greenwood Manifest is here in Nashville. We are attending Funnel Hacking Live uh, and also the uh, GOAT Mastermind. Uh, we have GOAT Yoga here in Tennessee, but the GOAT Mastermind is greatest of all time. It's with uh, James Smalley, uh, Stephen Larson, or Steve Larson. I think Stephen's dead. Or who did he kill? Did he kill Steve or did he kill Steven? He killed Steve. He killed Steve. Okay. You sure it was Steve? Actually, no, I don't he killed Steven. <laughs> we'll have to figure it out. Uh, Funnel Hacker Radio, uh, if you want to figure out what it is that we're talking about there. But uh, last night I turned Chris on to Instagram Live after I picked him up at the airport. Tell me about your first experience and why you now think it's a great idea. Well, yeah, Instagram Live is amazing, and I had done it, but I'd never brought my fans on before, and not only was I freaking out, but my fans were freaking out, like, we'd bring them on, like, dude, I can't believe I'm talking to you right now, and so, just so you guys know, like, I'd go live on Instagram, and then you can click and wave to them, and then you can invite them to come on live, and I think you can only bring one person on. One at a time, yeah. One at a time, but I'm literally there, my, my iPhone screen goes half, and so you can see me. You can see them, and we're just talking face-to-face, and it was just really unreal. Like, fans, like, three of them shared some pretty powerful stories. Yeah, the kid from Louisiana was quoting a set list of yours from four years ago and how the book has changed his life. And you know what's interesting is everyone kept bringing up Fighter. Yeah, It's like you've always talked about the movement. You know, I was listening to one of your... uh, Things and you were talking about how how to create a movement, a fighter create yeah. became a movement. But you could see it with those people last night. So, what do you think? Why do you think you haven't done it in the past? I don't know, but even you saying that because I have really pushed my movement fighter, and I'll just share with you guys. You know, sometimes you doubt yourself and you wonder, is this cool enough? I want to call it the fighters, and you and you you wonder. You know, you just have all these doubts if it's cool enough or if it's really a movement, but. Seeing my fans last night, like, really into it and sharing their stories like that. Because, like, I haven't been touring as much, and that's normally where I would hear the stories. Where right. it's like, you know what I mean? Um, where they had impacted. But sometimes I'd tour places that were not my hardcores. But you better believe my hardcores are following me online. So, all of a sudden, I'm chatting face-to-face with fans from all over the world that are my hardcores. And, I, and it's almost like, like 
seeing what they want. Like to like we talk about this all the time, but to actually connect with your fans and and be in touch with them. Last night was a was a real eye opener to me, and um, and and what I can do in the future to really you know. Well, and the thing with Instagram Live and the internet is, you still can talk to these fans from all over the world. You don't have to physically go tour a country, leave your wife, leave your daughter to get to know and let these people show you their appreciation. But more important is you showing them your appreciation by bringing them on. That's what kind of freaked people out because it's like to see the reaction in real time last night makes me wonder why artists wouldn't at least once or twice a week, Instagram allows you to stay on there for an hour, even an hour or two, you know, especially those of you that are going to be touring or you've got a new single dropping. Don't show up the day that the song comes out and start asking everyone for help. Now, especially knowing that there's these tools that meant you could have loved on them and had conversations with them leading up to it. If you wait till the day it comes on sale, you're like that friend that shows up at your house when they need money. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah, the only time it. you see them. Yep. Yeah, you got to invest now. Like, I was going live every day um, for a while. I was doing it Instagram and I think YouTube. Or Facebook, I yep. can't remember. But, anyways, I wasn't bringing them on live, so that was the, the one thing I was, I was missing out on. Yep. And but what I was doing good, and I want to challenge you guys is get do this now so you can get good at it and give them a call to action each time. And like mine will be if I continue to do this, will be to get my CD or get my book Fighter and just say after at the at the end that's my call to action. You see Rick doing it with his book, encouraging you guys, you know, helping, hanging out. But let me interrupt for a second because. I don't come out and start that way. I usually never mention my program until someone says, oh my gosh, that's great information. And then I can say, by the way, or for you as a fan, when that kid last night said, oh my gosh, I absolutely love your book, Fighter. What you have to remember is when he came on, his followers were now notified and they may have no idea what he's talking about. So that's a good opportunity for you to say, you know what, I really appreciate you saying that. And by the way, if you're curious to know what he's talking about, you can learn more about my book Fighter yep. in the link in my bio. That's non-slimy. Yeah, you know yeah, it, yeah. You know? It's no sales pitch. It's just you yeah. right into it. Like, the, but the they'll lead it for you. They'll. I mean, I have people come on mine that are, you know, pay 275 bucks to be in my group coaching program tell me how great I am. And then I apologize. I said, look, guys, he happens to know me a little bit better because he sees me once a week through my group coaching program. So uh, thank you. And some of you that are here right now, like I said the other night, I said, you know, a lot of you are showing me the picture of the book. I appreciate that. If you guys would like a copy of the book, it's $4.71. You pay for the shipping. I've already bought the book. And next thing you know, I start seeing sales and things like that. So all these strategies that we share, are strategies that we are using in our own business. And then it wasn't until recently that I did, you know, three weeks, Monday will now be three weeks in a row every night that I've gone live on Instagram. Uh, and I told you, you see, I mean, you helped me set up my book funnel. You see exactly yep. what's happening. So for the artist, what I love is when I get off that Instagram live, and I see that somebody for the first time just went live because I got notified. And I'm That's like, good cool. for them. Like yeah. last night, my buddy, uh, Ace How High, or Ace High, some some kind of card reference. He's a producer. He came on, and it was just me. But he was in the studio doing a tracking section, session, 
and he's like, yo, what's up, Big Rick? And it's just me and him right now, but I'm in the studio with this guy, as he's telling the guy, run it again. I'm going to start it a little bit earlier. I want you to come in and hit that harmony. You know, it was like <laughs> he let me into his world. That's cool. And that's what's super important. Yeah. Okay, so now we've got that Instagram Live. We're challenging all of you to do that. Spotify artist page. A lot of people been coming to me lately. A lot of requests is like, how can I get more plays on Spotify? I tell people, I, I, I would ask them, hey, what's your Spotify? I'll go check it out. <clears throat> Excuse me. One of the things I noticed right away, no bios, okay. no pictures. Didn't look pro at all. No. 67 no followers. No what effort. are some of the strategies? Because you have your uh, Spotify profits program. What are some of your strategies for a new artist just getting started out that don't cost them anything to help grow their Spotify? One of the easiest things you can do is create a playlist. Um, your own playlist, throw some songs in there, but if you name it something similar to bands that, um, that you're similar to, so, you know, Eminem, Linkin Park, um, Taylor Swift, whoever it is, make a playlist of their songs and call it that, like bands that sound like or whatever, and you can even go into Google, and uh, this is getting a little ninja here, but there's a tool called Keywords Everywhere where you can see what people are searching for well, and how, how often they're searching for that. We'll create a playlist based on that. And and then when people are going to Spotify, you already know they're searching for it. And then your playlist will get found. I did this for a band that's, you know, they got about 1.7 million um, monthly listeners. I did like it because we've done a lot of songs together. I did a kind of collab playlist of all of our songs. That thing has brought me over 50,000 streams just because I had the playlist. And now I've got hundreds of followers. And you want to update that playlist every now and then. But, like, you can become a curator and you can have a playlist that has lots of followers, especially if it's something that's in your genre. But you don't just put all your songs in there. You, right. pep you pepper your songs in there. Um, and that, that's one free traffic source that has just, like, been amazing for me. And I wish I had jumped on it sooner. Well, hey, when's the next best time to plant a tree um, is today. You know, right. I always say a thousand years earlier, but just get started on this. Um, well, and the key was something that you said was that it has a theme. A lot of times people will just make these sporadic playlists and what you could yeah. do is you could be causing yourself harm because if someone's listening to a song that they like and then you just try to slip one in there or slip one of your own in there and they skip past it, the algorithm just let Spotify know well, they're not digging this song, they skip past it, and if it's yours, so make sure that your production quality is up to par. Go ahead and make sure that you're making that investment beforehand. A lot of times trying to do things too early yes. can cause you problems. Another thing you have to realize now is that when you are on your artist page and you have your songs, go down every day, multiple times a day, and hit the share button and share it across Twitter and share it across Facebook and Instagram. They're allowing you to do that. And what happens at that point is that if you do it multiple times a day, you can turn yourself into your own radio station. And don't be upset. It bothers me a lot when people are like, man, I can't get on any playlist. First question I ask, well, do you have your own playlist? No. Okay, so that's your fault. Yeah. Two, you know, I'm not getting enough plays. I'm like, great, did you share your song five times today? Well, no. And here's the other it's one. It's your fault, when man. You released your out, when you released the single, did you give your give the Spotify editors at least a month and a half to, uh, to when you submitted it to CD Baby or TuneCore or DistroKid, I don't care who you used, but once you submitted it and scheduled it to release, did you do it a month and a half 
in advance or did you just whip it up a week later and gave them no time to look at it or review it or give it even a chance to get at it and you probably didn't because you're just whipping it out there you yeah. got the master and you're just like i'm throwing this out there you probably didn't create any content to promote it on instagram or social media create your lyric cards a song explanation now with show.co you can do a pre uh, download. It's one of those where people like the used to be the pre-order on iTunes. Now you can do the pre-download it to your playlist yeah. ahead of time. And and now it's like Spotify's even getting more lenient. A week out, you can submit one song to their curators. And I'm seeing people getting on all kinds of different yeah. playlists right I now. I did last my last release. Um, you I guys hear on. the rain? It's pouring <laughs> rain as we're driving to drop Chris off at his riding session so I got uh, what was it two two new music Friday playlists I got one US uh, Christian and I got one in Canada and they, again it brought me tens of thousands of streams and that's by me just planning a little bit more ahead of time and not whipping it out I'm excited too when I get a song guys I get it you get the song you want to share it with the world but if you will plan like a real marketing release you'll get such a better response and get better results and I know that's what you want you want more streams treat it like fans. a business especially yeah. if you're wanting to try to attract the attention of someone else to come and invest in you and invest in your world let them see that you understand the business that you're in let them see that you're utilizing all the tools that are available to you that you're not just sitting around waiting for someone else to come along and run your business for you it will go a long long way so Hey guys, listen, have yourself a great rest of your day. If this is your first time checking out the podcast, you can also check out uh, Chris. Chris, tell them about your podcast and when yeah. it comes out. Yeah, it's called Smart Music Business. We release one twice a week, and I call it Smart Music Business because I already made all the dumb decisions for you, so you can hopefully avoid them Wonderful. and do it the smart way. <laughs> also, so check out his podcast. I'll make sure that it's in the show notes. Also, uh, we release here every Monday and Thursday. And I'd love to give you a copy of the book. Head on over to musicindustryblueprint.com. While you're there, you can choose whether you want a hard copy or a digital. And what I also did for you is I am sharing the most recent replay of my How to Become a Social Media Ninja in Under an Hour. Absolutely killed it. We talked about Instagram Live. I'll show you how to go live. I'll show you the platforms that you need to be on. And more importantly, how to get everything done in under an hour a day for those of you that are on a time crunch. So you've been awesome. I'll check you out on the next episode and I appreciate you. Ciao. You've been listening to the Music Industry Blueprint podcast with Rick Barker. You can follow Rick on Twitter at Rick Barker Music. And remember, you don't drown by falling into the water, you drown by staying there.